This episode is supported by Laura Lemon's Mosaic Weighted Blankets. Here's what a verified customer had to say about the Mosaic Weighted Blankets. This weighted blanket is phenomenal. It relieves my anxiety, has helped me sleep, and has eased my migraines and restless leg syndrome. If you want better sleep and less anxiety, click on the link in the description. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, we're going to speak with Daniel Thomas Hind. He is the founder of Evolution Eat, a transformational diet and lifestyle coaching company that helps overwhelmed individuals evolve their relationship with food. His coaching method is all about skill development. He says that healthy eating is a skill you practice and develop over the course of a lifetime, not a goal that you accomplish in a few months. And I totally agree with this from my own experience and from seeing other people. And I think that this part that we are doing each and every day is very important because it has a lot to do with our health. And of course, if our health is great, it's much easier to feel gratitude. And if we have all kinds of health issues, it's kind of harder to to enjoy gratitude and to enjoy living a grateful life. So I'm really glad to be speaking with Daniel on this topic. He speaks to tens of thousands of people and um, on the psychology, the mindset, emotions and habits around eating for in order to, to help people live a healthier and more meaningful life. So I think he's the, the perfect guy to talk about this and I'm really happy to have him here for you. Daniel, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. I am so grateful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. So let us know a little bit about you, about your story. Yeah, sure. Um, so I got into this work by, uh, by accident. <laughs> by accident. Um, I grew up overweight. Despite what I look like now, I was a... Uh, I was a formerly fat Italian kid from Long Island, New York, and I'm no longer uh, I'm no longer fat. I'm still Italian, and in my family, food equals love, and you know there was a lot of love <laughs> in my family, if you know <laughs> what I mean. And um, not to mention, I so I grew up uh, an only child in a largely empty home. Not a sad situation; just both my parents worked full time. Both my parents worked a lot, and so I was left to myself a lot. And from a very young age, uh, I had to I had to provide entertainment for myself. So food became fun. Food became friend. Food became a reward structure I had with myself. Um, if I did well at school, which was like a, a contract between my parents and I, do well at school, get whatever you want. Uh, food then became a reward for my 
for my strong efforts, for my intelligence. So all of a sudden, food became this dependable friend that I could rely upon to make me feel good. It was a sign of love and sharing and giving and, um, and affection. And it was also a way that I rewarded myself for my hard work and a way that I had fun with myself entertainment wise, right? So these, I, and I bring this up because these connections were made for me uh, at a very young age. And I believe um, this translates to many of us in the Western culture where food becomes used and thought of as a reward structure or things that we look to to make us feel something, typically good, like a, a way to stimulate us or to relieve pain um, in ways that food is obviously not intended for, right? Food is intended to energize us and to stabilize us and to uh, make us feel strong and healthy. It's not meant to, um, it's not meant to entertain uh, but like biologically, right? It's not made to entertain. It's not m made to make us feel emotionally validated or to dispel loneliness or to spend time with ones as a mechanism to spend time with oneself, right? So that's not its purpose. And yet we misuse it because of the way that we culturally relate to it and because food um, in the way that it's packaged and processed now has been made to, it is made literally to make us addicted. So we become addicted to it at a very young age and then misapply it for all these emotional reasons. And it's no surprise then later on in life when we want to lose a bunch of weight, we have such a hard time uh, creating a diet that sustains us and following through with it because there are all these deeper emotional reasons why we're addicted to food psychologically and then emotionally why we are dependent on food. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And I totally believe that our emotions have a lot to do with our eating habits, with our health. Mm. And um, I, I love the, the connection that you made and how open and honest you are about uh, your situation. I think it's very re refreshing and very important for for our listeners as well to to see that we might have such uh relationships with food as well like um associating it with uh, all kinds of feelings and trying to um, put in food instead of love or other feelings that or gratitude um that are very important for us and I, I truly believe that this is very powerful and it's, I think it's the basis somehow on when it comes to actually losing weight and maintaining that, that result, right? Yeah. I mean, most people, don't, most people I find don't even think about the fact that they have a relationship with food at all. When I say I help people create breakthroughs in their lives around their relationship with food, they say, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> relationship with food. And the fact is that it's true. We do. We have a relationship with anything that we engage with, interact with on a daily basis. It doesn't just have to be people. We have relationships with our hobby, hobbies, with our habits, with our profession, our career, and with, with certain things and stuffs in our lives that we depend on. So we have a relationship with food. And when you think of it from that perspective, you can start to see where your childhood rituals, for example, and your emotions are leading you to look to food for some sense of 
fulfillment that it was never intended for. And, um, and so a lot of people, and so from there, we can start to deconstruct what motivates people. A lot of people make choices in life um, emotionally, right? Like we have these big goals in life and then what ends up happening is that we're emotional beings and we react momentary, from moment to moment and our emotions are what's typically leading us to then make the choice because we feel something and then we act impulsively to either one, relieve pain or two, stimulate pleasure. Those are the base uh, motivations for us making choices as humans in life. And this makes sense, evolutionarily speaking, because pain was once meant that something was seriously threatening our very existence, right? Like there's literally a lion attacking me or I'm running at top speed because I'm being chased out. I'm in pain and I'm in, um, and I'm in like intense stress. So I better do something. I better act quick. But now pain has no face. It has no body. It has no substance. Mostly speaking, we live our lives typically in our imagination that and that voice inside of our head talks incessantly. So if we start to think about our food choices as influenced by these deep-seated motivations, then we can come to understand that relieving pain or dressing up feelings with food isn't only a misapplication of food's role in our lives, but is also directly at odds with what with you getting ultimately what you really want, which is, you know, weight loss or sexiness or confidence or love or mastery or vitality or, or optimal health or power. Right. And, um, and, and what's more is that this modern culture wears us out so much. We have millions of things coming at us all day long from the screens to the phones. I mean, with my, I have two phones, one for personal and one for my clients from the phones, I have two computers, right? Uh, it's just more stimulation than we were designed to handle all at once. Feeling stressed out is a condition of the 21st century, and you're not weak for feeling stressed. We all do. There's so much coming at us, which is another reason why abusing food is so common, because it's right there. It's ubiquitous. We can get it anywhere and it's the first thing that we think to reach for in order to relieve stress or make ourselves feel good or distract us from all this other stimulation and stuff and responsibility coming our way so no surprise then that a lot of us become emotionally addicted to it as well as physiologically nutritionally addicted to it because it's also engineered to make us want to be addicted um which is so and i'll put a pause there because i could just keep going with all this but do you see how this is such a deeply embedded construct spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping cooking and cleaning up after each meal stress-free eating is just one click away this spring Factor's delicious meals range from Calorie Smart, Keto Protein Plus to Vegan and Veggie and they're ready in just 2 minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages, to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 
and use code GRATITUDE50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's GRATITUDE50 at factormeals.com GRATITUDE50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Yeah, I, I totally see it and I, I think it's very important what, what you just um, touched upon, the fact that our lives are how, how they are. And uh, just today I was recording an episode about uh, the difference between our life now and how amazing it is from many points of view. Um, I, I forgot to touch upon this part, the fact that like 100, 200 years ago, food was much more scarce than it is now. Like we have an abundance of food and uh, it's really easy to, um, to grab. It's really cheap, especially in the ones that, uh, the kind of food that isn't as healthy as uh, it would be great uh, for it to be. And um, yeah, it makes a lot of sense for us to to create a different kind of relationship with food that, uh, rather than the one that we are designed for. Um, but what can what can we put inside of us? Like, what can we do with those emotions? What better choices can we make? What do you do with your clients instead of using food? What other options do they have? Yeah. So it's a, that's a great question. Um, so the, the first thing is to recognize that if you do have, if you have a relationship with food that's out of alignment with your true intentions or with the person who you want to be in the world, right? Meaning you're eating food in a way that you don't feel empowered, um, either because you feel overweight or you're unhealthy or you just feel out of control or you notice yourself snacking all day long. I mean, these are typical signs of, um, being out of alignment, right? And it typically then manifests in like being overweight or being lethargic, being emotionally unstable, energetically unstable, etc. Um, so if you, if you see that in yourself or feel that in yourself, then our conversation is like directly for you, but it's also, it's for anybody. Um, the first thing is to understand that food is just one of many ways to get these emotional rewards that I was touching on before that you're looking for, right? So either pain relief, stress relief, novelty, excitement, relationship, connection. It's interesting to think that we look to food to relieve pain or relieve stress or to, to build novelty in our lives or to create excitement or actually for relationship, for connection. But it's true. People who I work with, um, I can't tell you how many especially, and I've actually had experiences with this myself growing up, overeating, having had some episodes of binge eating, working with people who experience this from time to time. When you, uh, the way that that unfolds is you end up like staying home by yourself and just eating and eating and eating. And what's at the core of that? Well, loneliness. And so what's at the core of loneliness? Well, you're, relationship, craving relationship and connection, right? And so people look, use food to create that sense of connection and relationship. And so if you understand that, then you can see that you, you don't have to, you can get the same thing that you're looking for, relationship, connection, in dozens of ways beyond food. Food is just one of the ways to get that reward. 
But there are other ways, for example, like building an actual relationship in your life, developing intimacy. Um, uh, in the short term, establishing other habits that make you feel good, that relieve pain or relieve stress. So, for example, if I'm working with somebody who consistently... Becoming a magician takes thousands of hours, right, Ashley? Oh, I'm not a magician. I'm a design specialist at the Container Store. But you transform closets and pantries. Well, I turn your most frustrating spaces into ones you love. With a magic wand? Uh, with Alpha, our customizable, adjustable, and affordable shelving and drawer system. The amazing Ashley, making daily frustration disappear. <laughs> Just doing my job. Transform your space with Alpha and save 20% on purchases over $500. Get started with your free design at the Container Store today. Um, reaches for sugar or candy throughout the day to relieve stress. Somebody's a lot of and this happens with a lot of my like executive clients who just have so much coming at them, and they constantly find themselves eating sugar to you know to to divert their attention for a minute or just as a way to like meditate on the problem at hand because they it it, it offers them a way to stop and pause and like eat something. It also it's energetically like a dopamine hit. Um, if that, if that, if I notice that that's what they're they're doing, then we can see like, okay, you're looking to relieve stress, and you were looking to something as a you're looking for something to give you moments pause to meditate. Well, literally, then what I would start helping them do is building those habits, um, right? Like, okay, instituting five minute walks in the middle of their day at the top of every hour, for example a walk to go outside, to move yourself around, to meditate and be with your own thoughts versus using food. Um, baseline, I would say, let's, let's first establish a routine of eating three consistently healthy meals. Most people don't actually, like we know what to do, but it's the simplest things that we uh, exclude from following through with. So most people, if we look at it, if they have a disempowered relationship with food, they're not eating three consistent meals throughout the day. It's no surprise then that they are then led to snack throughout the day, which leads to overeating typically because snacking just uh, develops a relationship with food where you're constantly going back for more, um, right? And more usually means the thing that's the quickest to get, which is something with carbohydrates and sugar, which makes you want even more. So I'll peel back and just say, hey, if we're, are we eating three nutritionally dense meals throughout the day? So um, and the answer is typically no. So that's like baseline. The food is baseline to your success in all of this. And it also establishes, establishes a daily rhythm of showing up for yourself three times a day. Um, so that would be the baseline. What we want to do is focus on foods that have, um, that are, uh, high in, uh, so meals that are high in vegetables, nutritionally dense meals with a lot of fibrous vegetables, healthy fats, like from avocado, like from coconut oil, MCT oil, uh, olive oil, egg yolks, uh, the fats from, fish or seafood or grass-fed beef or meats. Um, we want protein. We want a solid amount of protein. Most people don't eat enough protein in their diets, and protein is the most satiating macronutrients. It literally makes us feel full, and our bodies have to work a little bit harder to digest them, which slows down digestion. This is a good thing. Eating more protein quite literally makes you feel full, 
which then promotes um, less eating, less snacking. And if you're eating more fat and more protein, you feel full longer, which again, promotes less eating, less snacking. Uh, the likelihood that you'll reach for candy all throughout the day, if that's something that you do, dramatically decreases when you're quite literally full and satisfied. Most people go around the day hungry and then snacking on sugar as a way to like to fix those temporary um, hunger pangs, hunger swings. But a lot of that is just um, a lot of that is just unstable blood sugar levels. So if we remove most sugar and carbohydrates from their diet, eat and substitute it with fat and protein, you are giving yourself a um, you're you're stabilizing your blood sugar levels, which helps you uh, regulate your metabolism and regulate your choices in general. Mm -hmm. I love this. I love this. And um, for instance, for our audience that uh, aren't eating meat, like vegetarians or vegans, what do you recommend uh, them to eat to to have this um, protein intake? Yeah, great question. So, so uh, I want to just touch. So I answer that in, in two parts. Um, I myself eat what what is popularly called a paleo diet, and I've seen that work very well for a lot of my clients. It's worked well for myself. And what we teach at Evolution Eat is um, an evolutionary diet. That could mean paleo. That could mean vegetarian. Uh, it could mean vegan to with some like with some exceptions the, the the truth is that my i don't care what you're eating so far as it's what you want for yourself like my goal is to help you create the diet and the lifestyle of your dreams if that's a paleo diet great if that's veget being a vegetarian awesome if that's something else entirely perfect the breakthrough is the creation right? The breakthrough is you being consistent and feeling empowered by what you're up to in the world, by what you're eating versus judging yourself or being unclear or saying, should I be eating this or should I be eating that? So many of us walk throughout the day unclear if what we're doing is even healthy for ourselves and then wishing for something better or different. And in that lack of clarity, is so disempowering and it often leads to making choices that aren't in alignment with what's actually important to us. So it's not important to me necessarily what sort of diet you adopt. It's that you feel great about it. You feel invigorated by it and you're actively creating that for yourself and with yourself. And from that place, we want to make sure that nutritionally you're hitting a few basic Uh, elements. Uh, I call it evolution eat because I look back to what our ancient ancestors ate, ate throughout evolution um, because our bodies and our digestive systems were designed to eat and optimize eating certain foods, right? So certain foods that are obviously off the table, like processed sugar, a lot of unnatural foods, tons of preservatives that have, you know, foods that have, uh, that have preservatives in them that are, that, that sound like Um, that sound like, <laughs> like, like soap chemicals, right? Like, like that sort mm -hmm. of stuff, uh, grain, a lot of grains, which are highly inflammatory, uh, a lot of dairy, which is highly inflammatory. So if we remove that stuff, then we have a baseline of foods that we can select from, um, for vegetarians and vegans, 
yeah, no, great. What we want to make sure is that you're getting enough protein because it's easy to not. And when you're eating those sort of diets, it's way easy to overeat carbohydrates. It's very easy to eat, to overeat carbohydrates, which truthfully just promotes wanting to eat more carbohydrates and more carbohydrates by and large have inflammatory properties that we want to be mindful of. So for a vegetarian, if they're open to eating eggs, uh, please have eggs. If veg some vegetarians I know eat fish, fish and seafood, you can't get any better than that. Um, whey protein or other protein powders, if you mix in your smoothies, fantastic. You could have pea protein uh, is great for, veg for vegans and or vegetarians. You just want to make sure that you're getting enough, uh, enough protein. Um, and fat. And so if you're, e if you're eating healthy fat, so like for a vegan, for example, a lot of vegans I know do a lot of shakes and smoothies. Perfect. Add some MCT oil in it or coconut oil. MCT oil is just distilled coconut oil. It's tasteless and you can put it in any sort of smoothie. You want to make sure that you're getting enough fat so that you are satiating yourself so that you're not led to naturally reach for the easy thing, which is something carb or sugar heavy, right? Um, so, so adding MCT oil to your shakes, adding some pea protein to your shakes, or there's, there are so many other proteins. There's so many pr protein derivatives out there now that are made, put into blends that you can, um, that you can put into your smoothies to really make sure that you're having as much of that as possible. Vegetarians have an easy, way easier time at finding protein for vegans. It is tougher. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We, we are fortunate like this that we have so many choices, even even as vegetarians or as vegans. Uh, I'm sure that like 100 years ago or so, there weren't too many options for for people that chose not to eat meat. So yeah. um, about what we eat, like the, 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 the three um, meals a day that we, we should eat. Uh, from what I know, for instance, is quite important to have a good meal in the morning, high on protein and, and uh, maybe even on fats. Uh, what's your take on this? Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factors delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus, vegan and veggie and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com slash gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Uh, I So I agree. Uh, I, I agree with that. Okay, actually, I'll answer on two, two phases. It's actually not important. <laughs> it's important for who you are and where you are along the process. So I talk about this entire process of healthy eating as a skill that you develop. 
And if you think of it like that, if you think of healthy eating, like the process of learning how to play the piano, for example, which sounds like a ridiculous metaphor, but hear me out. Um, most people, if they're novices at something, if they're a novice at wanting to play the piano, then they want to be able to play Mozart on day one, but then find out that they can't play Mozart on day one and then get pissed off and then reject practice altogether and then quit playing the piano, right? Mm -hmm. Have you ever experienced something like that where you're a novice at something, you can't, you can't do it or live up to your own expectation of how you want to do it and then you get mad or frustrated and then quit? Has that ever happened to you? It's happened to me before. Yeah, past. definitely. <laughs> yeah. So people approach their diets like that. And they read something on the internet and they see some jacked guy or, you know, totally beautiful model uh, female and they say, wow, what are they doing? And then they read something like, like intermittent fasting and fasting all day long is the healthiest thing for you. And honestly, that is very true. But where are you along the growth curve? Are you a novice or are you already an expert, right? So. Most people um, are starting at this at, at generally being novices. And I'm here to teach the, a general population at, to how to build a lifestyle that they can rely upon for the rest of their lives, a routine of consistency that you can rely upon for the rest of your life. So most people, when they have a disempowered relationship with food, they're not eating healthy foods throughout the day and they're eating far too many carbohydrates and sugar just talking about the nutrition. They're also then using food, misapplying food to, to achieve an emotional payoff that we talked about in the first half of this podcast. Um, so with that in mind, the goal at the novice level is to establish the rhythm of eating, of eating and choosing healthily throughout the day. That's it. If you're eating enough of the good stuff, then you're getting it by and large mostly right. So instead of focusing on what we shouldn't do or what sh we should remove or this and that, we should only focus on eating enough of the good stuff. So literally starting the day on your terms. If you're starting the day eating a healthy breakfast, then you're one third of the way there, right? You're already one third of the way there. And when you eat, uh, and so my goal as, as a coach is to help you jumpstart your metabolism, repair your gut, start nourishing your hormones by eating lots of healthy fats and vegetables and proteins. And um, to also address this pattern that people I typically work with have throughout the day where they're constantly reaching for sugar or carbohydrates to, to, for food. So we address that constant um, low blood sugar pattern. That's, a, that, that's, that's, um, that's what happens when you rely on sugar. You, your blood sugar levels dip all day long so you constantly reach for sugar to stabilize those blood sugar levels which then helps you feel more energized and stabilizes your mood so i want to address that at the beginning of the day by adding protein which makes you feel full stabilize your blood sugar levels and fat healthy fat that starts nourishing your hormones and also makes you feel good and over time this establishes a stomach mind awareness whereby you can start to experience yourself actually feeling full and satisfied as opposed to constantly coming from a place of hunger and low blood sugar. Also, what I want to establish is this idea that being healthy is about eating healthy food, not depriving yourself or restricting yourself, which is how most people 
relates to the process of going on a diet. You know, they say, oh, I got to lose weight. I got to go on a diet. That means I've got to cut out everything and I've got to starve myself to lose weight and I've got to overexercise. And that generally inspires a lot of misery, right? Like that's, that doesn't sound like a skill or practice that I want to go for, uh, that I want to practice for a very long time, does it? No, it sounds terrible. So why would I ever want to create a life in which I'm relying on that day in and day out? The answer is I don't and I won't. So I, which is again why nobody follows through with their diets because it, they approach it from this perspective of this is going to be a sacrifice and my life is going to, this is going to be an energy suck, not something that I'm doing for myself that's going to actually make me feel good. So when we start eating a healthy breakfast at the beginning of the day, it also establishes that healthy and nourishing relationship with food whereby you can feed yourself good, healthy, nutritionally dense foods that make you feel good and still be healthy. Just a total paradigm shift, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. And I've seen it in my own in my own life like when i uh, give myself the time to eat in the morning and to eat something that uh, is nutritious and uh, with protein and it's really easier for me to to be in better states and uh, here at the gratitude podcast this is what we're after to we're after um feeling grateful and enjoying life and appreciating life and Uh, in my experience, when we are undernourished or uh, even when we eat too much or when we eat the bad things that, are, that aren't good for us, like it's really hard to reach for that grateful feeling and for having an, an appreciation of life in general. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Loving who you are in each and every moment, which is what inspires gratitude. And it's, it's really sad for me to see when my clients or readers, you know, tell me about how just how frustrated they are with everything that's going on and how they're just using food as a way to like get by and emotionally regulate themselves and this and that. And, It takes you away from you know the greater from, from this the 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 greatness that is this entire human experience, right? When you're focused on all that makes you miserable or all that keeps you down or like using anything any sort of substance or um, or habit to like just get by the sort of language of getting by. That's really sad. It keeps you playing. It keeps you thinking and being small, as in contained and confined within this very little box, um, which keeps you away from being grateful for what this even is. And um, and so that's why I always come back to this idea that I'm helping. Uh, my goal is to help anybody create a relationship with food and a diet that's. Um, that's in alignment with their fullest expression of who they are in this world. It's a freeing, it's an opening up process. So as to be opened up to, you know, to gratitude and to all that this life really is. Wonderful. Wonderful. So um, there are certain foods uh, that make you feel bloated or that make you feel uh, like you just don't feel good after them or, 
certain combinations. What are those things that we should stay away from, like different combinations or um, things that you've seen with your clients that were repeating uh, themselves quite a lot? And what are the things that we should stay away from uh, so that we won't go through this? Because in my own experience, I've seen that um, if I make combinations that are not good for me, and when I feel that my uh, my stomach is either uh, like I've eaten too much or a bad combination and it hurts one way or another, like it's it takes all of my attention or at least a lot of my attention and I can't focus on the joyous, the joys that I'm enjoying uh, in my life, the things that are going great and the blessings that I have in my life. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto, protein plus to vegan and veggie and they're ready in just two minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a great question. So typically anything with a lot of carbohydrates <laughs> is something that we're looking to be mindful of. So uh, and the and baseline, if we just think about this philosophically for a second, if you look at nature, there aren't many foods that are um, that are naturally high in like very high in carbohydrates and sugars besides fruits and some starchy tubers, which you know uh, compared to the rest of food isn't uh, isn't the majority. And so what we also find is that uh, grain, any sort of grain-based product isn't found in nature. It's, um, it's what isn't found. It isn't naturally occurring in nature, but is actually the product of agriculture. And that's a whole topic that we can get into for a long time. But for the sake of simplicity, anything that has grain or dairy in it, because these foods are, highly inflammatory um, and can are highly inflammatory, which creates a lot of disruption within your gut biome and also just makes you feel generally not so, not so hot, generally yuck. Um, Also there are high in, in sugar grain, especially any processed foods that have a lot of sugar in it. This just spikes your blood sugar levels, which makes you feel a high for about 30 minutes after you eat, but then makes you feel terribly low afterwards after your blood sugar levels have dipped. These sort of foods also promote overeating because when your blood sugar levels dip that low, you want your body naturally 
wants to regulate itself. So in order to do that, you reach for more sugar to peak your blood sugar levels again. And this is just a, this is a biological uh, um, baseline uh, uh, beginning of, of, of an addiction, of an addiction. When your body's trying to regulate itself, going up and down, up and down, up and down, and you're reaching for something in order to do that, a substance to make that happen. So just substitute food or with something else, and we're having a different conversation like a, like, like, a, like a drug addiction problem or an alcohol addiction problem, but we're just talking about food here. So anything high in sugar would be the first place to start. And it's not just, it's what, the, what I hoped to convey before is that it's not just saying to myself, okay, I'm going to remove all this sugar and gluten and dairy, because if you look throughout your day and that you're typically eating those those things all throughout your day, it's going to be really hard to follow through with just removing things. So that's why I say let's instead focus on eating enough of the good stuff, focusing on making sure you're eating a lot of healthy food items, which naturally will reduce the amount of carbohydrates and sugars and grains and et cetera, but from a different perspective. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And Focusing I, on what we have versus, versus taking away. It's really hard. It's very simple as a baseline measure to say, okay, I am eating like a whole meal of fibrous vegetables and proteins and fats. I can, I'm choosing these things. It's, it's, it's easy to measure that and to practice that. It's harder to practice not doing something. It's actually not a practice of not doing something. There's no habit to form there. And so you're not learning anything new. Instead, we're learning to give ourselves the healthy option and then you can practice that and you can look to see just from, a, from an accountability point, like, oh, am I doing that? Yes, great. And by naturally doing that, you're removing the carbohydrates, but you're coming at it from a different angle. Yeah, perfect. It makes a lot of sense. Like really, um, it puts the, the, the puzzle together. So um I wanted to ask you if you uh, if you have like I'm sure that there is no standard uh, uh, recipe, let's say. But um, if you could find a way to to or give us an example of what how would the day look like? Uh, let's say at I don't know 8 a.m. Uh, breakfast containing this at 12 uh, lunch. Sure. Yeah, I'll go through a typical day. Yeah, so um, I'll speak to somebody who, like, from the general public. And if you're a vegan or a vegetarian, uh, you know, see, 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 hear the bigger picture of what, like, the sort of foods and the macronutrients that we're focusing on, not this, not, not the choices themselves. But if I was just talking to a normal, uh, to somebody who had a, who had a normal diet and normal preferences without any sort of um, um, uh, uh, variations to, uh, without any sort of variations, then I would say, uh, what's simple and effective, simple and effective and tastes good too. Simple, effective, makes you feel good. Food doesn't have to be a party, but there's a way that you can enjoy it as well. So, uh, eggs and avocado for breakfast, eggs or like an omelet and avocado for breakfast. Um, is a great baseline. And then from that place, if you want to add a little, uh, a little turkey, a little, you know, uh, 
smoke salmon, depending on how much time you have, you know, you can add anything else, but eggs and or omelet and avocado for breakfast with a little, um, with a little greens into the avocado. Beautiful. That's like a great way to start the day. You're getting protein, you're getting fat, you're getting some greens. Amazing. For lunch, I call it just get a, have a big ass salad. So anybody in the world can eat a huge salad no matter what diet you have. And you don't have to fear a salad. You should see how, you should see my salads. They are awesome and they are loaded with tasty stuff. So for me, um, I have a big ass salad where I put uh, salmon in it. Um, I put hard boiled eggs in it. I put avocado in it, uh, olive oil, balsamic vinegar, uh, I carrots if you like tomatoes put some tomatoes any other vegetables that you like um and even a little uh mustard or honey mustard if you like that to mix it around if you do like fruit you could put some you know you could put some uh some dried candy some dried candy some dried fruit in it some nuts you know really make it count mix it around mix that sort of thing around with the dressing inside and you can't tell me that it doesn't taste good. If for somebody, and for somebody who has a real, um, <laughs> who's never eaten salad before, you if you want to add some bacon in that, go for it. Like whatever makes it worth it to you, sound appealing, try it. Over time, you will enjoy it. I've never worked with anybody who didn't. Uh, most people just like relate to, uh, to to the projections that they've had of things since they were kids and they told themselves that they didn't like something as a kid and then they never tested that assumption. So, mm-hmm. um, so, 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 so big salad for lunch. Um, if you find yourself, if you find yourself unable to make it to dinner without feeling very hungry, then a healthy meal for a healthy snack in the middle of the day is totally cool. You know, something that I would say is portable, uh, and very easy to put together because most people are at work then or traveling to or from meetings or this or that. So in that instance, um, you know, some, some almonds or walnuts, some sort of, some sort of uh, nut which has fat in it, which will make you feel full, a little protein. So if you are sitting down somewhere, a Greek yogurt would be amazing right? If you're at an office and you can store something or at home and you can store something, it has protein. Um, the probiotics are very healthy for you and for your digestion. Um, there's a truck that's going outside my apartment right now. So I apologize if any noise <laughs> that I didn't need here. Um, so something like that, Greek yogurt, nuts. Um, there are healthier protein bars now, like quest bars that are easy to carry around and aren't like the optimal food, but are good and are way better than you overeating candy, for example, which is, or like chocolate, which is what a lot of people do in the middle of the day. Um, mm-hmm. So something like that for dinner, any sort of uh, really great protein paired with vegetables and perhaps a natural starch, like, like a sweet potato, depending on how often you're exercising. So, you know, depending on who you are, that could be fed, Meat that could be fish that could be eggs if you didn't have eggs for breakfast or you love to eat a lot of eggs that could be you know for a vegan that I suppose that would be tofu um, I do I do take issue with 
soy based products. And that's, that's my thing. Um, but if that's, you know, if that's your preference, then so far as you're being consistent with that, eating that is way healthier than eating, um, than eating a bunch of bread, for example. So, uh, whatever that is for you and, and a lot of st- any sort of vegetable with that. So you, with, with, with protein, vegetable and fat, the way in which you prepare, you could have a ton of different meals. You could have a, you could have a grilled, you could have it in a stew, you could have it in a soup, you could have it in a curry, right? And from that place, you have infinite variations. Uh, it just depends on what you're looking for. Awesome. This, this sounds really good. And I, I'm totally with you on, uh, on the salads. Like I, I think you can go wild. Like you can do all kinds of combinations and, uh, yeah according to me <laughs> my salads are great as well so <laughs> <laughs> i i totally think that you can make something really good uh cool. in, in that way so um we are nearing the end of our time together and i wanted to ask you uh, where can our audience find you where can our audience see your work and what you're up to right now cool yeah so uh my company is called Evolution Eats, uh, E-A-T, singular, Evolution Eats. You can find us at evolutioneats.com. You can check us out on our Instagram, which is in right now. I've got support that's helping me really make that page amazing. Um, I've, we're building out the team this year. So up until 2018, it was just me, by and large. Um, yeah, into, the, into the middle of 2017, it was just me, by and large, and then... We started to add on team members and more coaches, and I'm just incredibly excited about what we're up to and the growth of our of our business as a, and as an as our uh, as our company. Um, so evolutioneats.com. I would definitely encourage you to sign up to the mailing list. You get I give you so much free stuff. The first being this ebook, this 35 page ebook that I put together, which is my entire approach, my entire philosophy. Um, on the page in the word, uh, in word form. And uh, I literally walk you through the entire process that I use to coach uh, a client. So I really encourage you to download that by simply signing up for the email list, which is very easy and obvious to do once you're on evolutioneat.com. We uh, we are the best coaching company in the world as far as your nutrition and diet is concerned because we're not just looking at the diet alone, as I hope is clear from this podcast. We go way deeper. We look at all the other things that are showing up in your life and why um, why you might have a disempowered relationship with food and, and or how it's out of alignment with who you want to be in this world. So um, if that was something that you're interested in, then by all means, please write me at daniel at evolutioneat.com and just say gratitude podcast in the, in the, in the subject line or, or something that would distinguish who you are. And I or my assistant will, um, will, will flag those sort of emails down. I really want to make myself available to anybody who sees something for themselves and what, uh, or hears something for themselves in the conversation that we're having today. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here with us and for sharing so many great tips about our nutrition, on being healthy and on being happy and grateful, ultimately. Awesome. I appreciate you. I appreciate you and I appreciate being here. But before we go, I want to tell you why I chose Mosaic Weighted Blankets as a sponsor. 
living a happy life has a lot to do with being well rested. And Laura, the CEO of Mosaic Weighted Blankets, has solutions for each age group and the best reviews out there. Just check them out. You can find them at bit.ly slash mosaic weighted or you can click on the link in the description. Again, thank you so much for choosing to spend this time with me and I really hope it was time you enjoyed spending. Best wishes and don't forget to keep seeking gratitude. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now.